0: Hey, we uh, were talking about basketball and my computer crapped out because I bought it um, when Nick Marshall was the quarterback for the (laughs) Auburn Tigers football team. We're down. So let's put it that way. Um, And it is so full of garbage, most of it this podcast, or we've got Jared adjacent, that it was likely to happen any moment. But we were on the subject of one Sharif Omar Cooper, who is a basketball genius. And we were talking about his alley-oop to, I believe it was JT Thor that uh, mm. Chief was speaking about when my computer crapped out was the last thing was it, I heard.
2: Was it that one? I, I couldn't remember. I it. believe that's I, what,
0: I, the one it was. That's the one where he, he threw two to Thor and one. His hand was around the defender's yes. back. Yes.
2: Could not have possibly seen through it and still threw a perfect oop to him.
0: What Auburn fans saw the other night against Alabama was all of a sudden a modern NBA point guard got loose on the court. Yeah, uh, I and and it's bizarre. It it really is. There's nothing like that when there's a player who is obviously doesn't belong at this level in some ways and in some ways it's like, oh, this is everything that this position is supposed to be in 2021. Like this is what this position is made to do in the modern game. Um mm-hmm. and he's doing it all at once and it's like it just The first couple of minutes of the game, it seemed as if he didn't have his his sea legs. And then all of a sudden, a light came on. He was like, oh, yeah, this is easy. This is just as easy as high school. I can just keep doing this.
2: Yeah. There was a stretch in this game where Alabama could literally do not a damn thing to stop They
0: threw three different defenders at him. There was a stretch in the second half where three different defenders checked him at the three-point line. And he took every single one of them to the rim. And... That was, and it finally got to the point where they were kind of getting mad. If you notice, Alabama defenders were kind of starting to like be a little bit chippy with Sharif and yeah. checking him a little hard. And, and that's just because they were all getting embarrassed on television, yeah, <laughs> yes, by this
1: one by one, game. By one kid.
0: Yeah. One, one by one by a kid who didn't. The one thing about Sharif that's interesting is he's baby faced and he doesn't say a word, like he's not talking trash to these guys, he's not sure couldn't tell like by no, no, he wasn't like Auburn's had players in the past like Samir that you can tell is just talking oh, yeah. noise the yeah. entire game
1: nonstop nonstop and you've track. got guys like Jared who don't say anything
0: and <laughs> and I think Samir's a little bit more of a Jared I, I didn't I couldn't tell if he was saying a word the entire game yeah I know Stretch was Stretch probably doing enough talking for both of them <laughs> <laughs> him and Flan <laughs> Yeah Flan's not afraid to get into it um I thought
2: I think Stretch probably talks happy
0: trash though.
2: He's not he's not Kevin Garner. He's hyping his boys up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think um an interesting interesting thing about this is you've got a uh you've got a player who is almost too good. We talked a little bit about this on the pod that was recorded, hopefully is safe and sound and can be listened to. If not, we're doing a whole all Shreve Cooper show tonight. <laughs> um maybe there's not a lack of depth on this roster is because Bruce Pearl keeps recruiting NBA players. Yeah. And that's good and bad. Like, like Kentucky is finding that out as well. Where like, if you just keep signing NBA guys, eventually you're, you're going to sign the wrong ones or you're going to go, Oh gosh, I didn't expect those three guys to go pro. And I didn't have three guys to replace them. Um,
2: we have a different problem than Kentucky has Kentucky signs, those guys expecting them to leave immediately. And I think we sign guys that are, we're hoping are going to stick around for two or three years. And it turns out that Bruce is too good of a coach and (laughs) has (laughs) turned these dudes that, uh, well, not Sharif. Sharif was pretty, pretty hyped. His only deal was his size. Um, but guy like Akoro and Chimo Kiki, who were not dudes expected to jump to the NBA quickly.
0: And yeah. they did. If if Bruce again has a knock in game, is that sometimes his teams take a little bit of heat check shots that you kinda wish they didn't, and that kind of bit they kinda bit Sharif in the in the butt there at the end and, and yeah. Auburn as well. But like there were a couple You don't want
1: to coach him to be hesitant in no. that situation.
0: Shooters gotta shoot and he, it, it took Jared well, a
1: while to get those end of game. And Shreve was yes. hotter than fish grease. So, so why not?
2: Well, the thing is, the thing is, uh, uh, the thing is uh, if you I listened to the Auburn Observer podcast, i have already name checked them once tonight, or I have, and the, the thing they Ferg pointed out was Auburn has been lacking a guy that will take that shot to te- to to yeah. willing to do that at that moment in the game. So, you kind of just have to be like, well, now we got the guy. He missed it this time. Maybe he'll make it the next time.
1: Well, and he is an absolute hero if he hits that shot, too. Right? Ooh, but it was not anywhere near the best. It was not. It was not. <laughs> but, look, <luck>. I <laughs> mean, a guy was in his first game. one of the all-time game. worst
2: shots I've seen in the arena. But, hey. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was a little horse-esque. A <laughs> <laughs> horse would hit the rim, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, hey. uh. You know, I I think he's better off if he
0: drives. Um, yeah, we just needed at, a two. We didn't even need a three at that point.
2: And the dude, like, he's a freshman. It's his first freaking college game. Like, I'll cut him some slack on kind of panicking at the end because we we dribbled way too much at, at, on our last possession and and then took the bad shot. But it's you know, as Ferg pointed out on his own pod, uh, Auburn. Especially in like the UCF game, you just had guys like standing around, like no, yeah. nobody wants to be the guy to take that shot. And now we have a guy that definitely wants to be the guy. And I think Flan would be the guy now as well. I don't, I don't think he had quite figured it
0: out at. But Flan, the problem, the what, what, of course sorry, what Cooper is going to be doing for Flan is allowing us to get the short, quick bursts of brilliance from Alan Flanagan. Yeah, instead yeah. of this Alec Flanagan, you've got to do everything. And that's not good yeah. for, for many, most players. Like even Sharif is going to be a better player because Flanagan and Thor are going to be on the court. And those players are going to be worlds better because Sharif's on the court. One guy having to do the whole thing. I didn't, I don't know what Flanagan's usage rate was against Ole Miss, but it was probably oh, 40 or something
1: nonsense like that. Yeah. Like like he, You've got a guy who twenty three percent because remember J- Jalen was on fire in that game. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's Jalen's best game of the year. But twenty three is probably, I think, still too high for Flanagan. I
1: twenty one percent in the Alabama game.
0: I would like, I would like him to be in the 18s. and I think he will be when Powell comes back because a a a solid eighteen from Flanagan is going to be what the doctor ordered. Like, give me short bursts of brilliance and not him feeling like he's rolling the ball up a hill over and over and over again.
1: Um, Flanagan, I think Alan Flanagan right now is looking like the player we wanted Mustafa Heron to be for a full game. <laughs> set, that said it. That's, I a, that's a great I, point. Yeah, S- S- I, S- I, Chief, S- I think you said that earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he is the guy
2: that everyone that loves Mustafa Heron sort of remembers Mustafa Heron as, I think, in some ways. Um, but Flanagan never goes quiet you always know he's there when he's on the floor and that that's, that's what you, you wanted from Mustafa. And I I just, I think it makes him a better player and I would not have, I I did not see this in Alan Flanagan last year. I saw Alan as a role player, good defender, you know, maybe eight points a game guy. And I think we've got ourselves a 15 and you know, he's 15 and eight four assists, Six rebounds, you know, something like that, guy, uh, and, and that's and a guy he's going to have an effect he's on the fourteen game. and
1: five with three assists right now.
2: Yeah, so he's he's gonna and it's it's not just the points; he's not going to get his fifteen and go quiet on you. He's going to be out there defending, out there playing his butt off the entire time, and I don't I don't know. I almost almost think he's. At least at this level, looking like maybe a better Acoro. Um,
1: mm-hmm. his, his defense isn't there. No, yeah, nobody's in. I, right I think that
2: I think yeah. that's there, but I think his points are going to be a little more reliable. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think than, he's a than more than polished
1: offense. offensive player than Isaac was at this point. Plus. I think he's,
2: yeah, I think he's more a more balanced player than we had in Isaac. I, I, you know, we never questioned Isaac's. Our defense fell to pieces when Isaac wasn't part yes. of it last year. Our defense <laughs> he, has
0: kind of fallen to pieces anyway. This year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think well, another thing I want to say about Sharif is a uh, a healthy Sharif Cooper carrying the ball across half court, being there, being that constant presence, pounding the rock, yeah. oh. also unlocked a fully operational death star of JT Thor. <laughs> because I've been on this podcast for weeks talking about how JT Thor is our best player talent-wise, but he's just having to do weird things that he's not supposed to do. And so the advanced stats have been saying he's not that great. Well, go look at the advanced stats after that game. He was the best player on the court. Well, I think if you had eyeballs, you could tell that um,
2: as well. You like don't have was, to look at the advanced oh, stats. Oh, you
0: mean, you mean you have a guy who can drive and dish to a, a person that you cannot throw it too high? Yeah. Like they, I, there is not a space. His catch radius is infinite. It is the moon is his catch radius radius
2: and i i i the, the solace i'm taking right now is i don't think he's that great of a three point shooter and so that keeps him around for another year <laughs> right
1: <laughs> maybe uh, yeah, so see, uh, for the year thor's shooting 25% from 3 so right. that's that's not, not going to get him to the league just yet um i now they
2: they could absolutely take a guy like him and say well we'll teach him how to shoot threes he'll be fine but especially because uh,
0: he's so young the nba to go yeah. oh he's only Eighteen to be eighteen
2: yeah yeah, he's going to have to learn to shoot him from further away anyway, why not take him now, but uh gosh, don't listen to me nBA scouts he's terrible at three point shooting don't take
0: <laughs> him Um <laughs> he, I'll tell you right now if he connects on that dunk in the second half, oh, my God, I think that you would have you guys would have heard heard me yell from Texas
2: because
0: <laughs> I think if he connects that dunk in the second half, it's the best dunk in the history of that arena.
2: I make very strange noises when I watch sports, and it's been a while since uh my wife has been home and seen one of me or been around when I'm watching one of my teams perform pretty well. Uh, and so I was making some really weird noises watching this game. Uh, uh, just uh, exclamations need her, of we need to joy. We her record and... some of those. <laughs> but uh, JT Thor, I mean, Sharif Cooper unlocked a different like dimension of his game and it was amazing to watch. And it made me very
1: excited. He's a giant scarecrow. What was scarecrow impressive was that it dunks. wasn't just the scoring. No,
2: it wasn't just the scoring. He was playing excellent defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had nine rebounds and then the four steals. I mean, that's that's incredible. Huge. Four steals and three blocks from anybody oh, is amazing. Oh, big man. Four steals
0: impressive. from a guy who is six foot ten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is yeah, that's bizarre. Awesome. That's not wow. a normal stat. Four steals, three blocks is something that you might see out of a scrappy guard. Yeah. Like a Dwayne Wade type could do the blocks and the steel snake. You don't really see it a lot from gigantic people with pterodactyl arms. That's not a normal, <laughs> yeah. like the dude is, is so long and so stretchy yet fast enough and graceful enough to get up down the court that he just, it, uh, and with a, a point guard like Sharif, Sharif makes the court small. Yeah, which is like every there's no point on the court that he can't reach you with the ball, and if you're JT Thor, that means oh great, I'm open whenever I because I'm taller than everybody else. My my
2: father instilled a love for passing in me at a young age. He wanted me to be a good passer. I'm a pretty good passer. If I can do anything, I'm not. I was never the greatest basketball player. Always a pretty good passer, Uh, and the passes. That Sharif Cooper was spreading across the, the cross-court bounce passes that were yeah. pin perfect were the most beautiful things I've ever seen anyone in Auburn basketball uh, uniform do, and it, it was it was
1: passing Nirvana.
0: Yeah,
2: and this was his first game.
0: Yeah,
1: he had nine assists, but he could have easily had 14, 15. Because we didn't shoot the ball that well, if, especially people, made their, if no.
0: people made their threes early, he's he's sitting with fourteen, fifteen assists.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and the record and is sixteen, by the way. The Auburn record is sixteen assists in a game Vaughn. set by Javon McCormick last year. And he okay, so who did, did it against? The, and so that was against uh, <laughs> Cal State Northridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the the records <laughs> that that so
0: Sharif got really close to a record that was uh that was set by a guy against Cal State Fullerton or whatever Thor. Got the last guy to have four rebounds and or four four steals and three blocks in a game was Kenny Gabriel when he had the triple double against Bethune Cookman. Yep. with ten blocks, those two those are two terrible basketball teams. That was those were two scrubs. These two guys what, are doing what, this against first place team in the SEC. These two guys are doing the best team in the SEC. Yeah,
1: I don't. Know. I, I'm not going to call them best. I'll, I'll say first place. You're only not calling no, them best
0: because that's <laughs> Alabama but they're the best team in the conference.
1: Well, right now.
0: I um I would
2: like to point out um, as a team, we did score more points than than pretty much anybody else. More points in the conference than anybody else certainly on them. Um, and uh I think we I think we frustrated them more than anyone else in the conference.
1: Oh, for and, sure. And they I, I mean this game was a coin flip. They mean, were without, it literally came down to a possession yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah. And we they outshot were without their we best point them. guard. Yeah, I mean, we outshot them. Uh, effective field goal percentage of this game, Auburn was 53%. Alabama was 48%. We had 1.45 points per shot. They had 1.29. I, If I had we, to we, guess. We were better on a per-shot basis. If we I had just to didn't guess. didn't take as many shots. We lost on the,
2: uh, well, defensive boards for ourselves. Like, they got. Right.
1: Auburn. A
2: gazillion well, offensive rebounds.
1: Well, and really, I mean, they only got 30% on the offensive rebounds, which is about their season average. Mm. But we only got six offensive rebounds in the whole game. 18%. Yes, so it's real bad.
2: That's we,
0: real bad.
1: We also... Our okay. offensive boards were non-existent. Sharif had
0: three or four turnovers. top of my yeah, head. Yeah. And... At the end of the game. Five turnovers. Five turnovers. And I want to say six, at three least... Three of them
1: were in quick succession.
0: At, at least two of them were... A guy wasn't ready for the ball. Yep. ball hit him yep. in the hands or face, and he wasn't ready for the ball. That those turnovers were going to go away. The more these guys played. Like, these guys had yeah, played so. in games with Sharif. Yeah, they're not expecting it, right?
2: Um, they're they're I, I, all of a sudden
0: they're going to be realizing that they're open. Like
2: he, he, and Dylan Cardwell are probably not playing on the same team and practice a lot. No, if he's been practicing the ones, so that 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 can account for that.
1: Well, they they have been practicing together. For for an extra year, though. Same oh, school. Were they were the McEachern together. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, then they, he should have known better. But Didn't still. Didn't play
1: because Cardwell was transferred. Oh, that, that's right. Okay. So okay. practice, but not, not game time.
0: So this was a – I think I think you had a, a couple of guys who need to get used to playing with uh, Sharif. Are we going to run out a – I meant to ask this on the pot. So I'm glad I'm doing that. Are we going to roll out an all McEachern lineup at some point? Like – I mean, we could. Like, <laughs> or an <laughs> all you AOT. Bring a coro back. We could maybe roll out an all
2: AOT lineup, too. Oh, you definitely could do that, right? Because there's uh, Cooper, Cooper there, Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, was Stretch on AOT? Yeah,
1: Stretch. And then. Yeah, you needed a Coro back to do that. 100%. I wonder if Cardwell was on AOT at some yeah, point.
2: Yeah, was Cardwell not on AOT?
1: I don't you believe can, so. You
2: can only have a certain amount. Yeah.
0: Of high school. Teammates
2: right. the same team. So. What's funny is though
0: you could you could roll out a team of five guys, probably, who each has have played with them with uh with sure. Shreve Cooper Someone last else year. On the team. Which is kind of an interesting and unique thing that Auburn can do, which is which is which is, which is better because the, Shreve hadn't played.
2: The number one thing from Saturday that I was most excited to see was that Alabama we're I, we're done with this. Okay, every team's going to try to trap us in in the yep. full-court defense. We're done with it. It's over. Never going to happen again because uh, Sharif just won't allow it to happen. <laughs> if two guys are running at him, he's going to throw a pass around them, bounce pass, pin, pin perfect to somebody else uh, on the yeah. other end of the court who's probably going to score. The so nobody's ever going to do this. That's first. a great was,
0: point, Chief. I was going to actually – that's a great point. I think what we're, we are going to see, however, is – and I can't believe Alabama didn't do it, is I don't I, I think teams are gonna zone us again.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. They're gonna zone us to death.
0: Again. Because
2: if we can't shoot the three, yeah. then we're screwed. And and we can't score inside. Right. And and if you zone us, it's gonna take away Sharif's There's not there's guys, not one so.
0: guy on the roster who yesterday, besides Sharif, was really attacking the rim on a consistent basis. And I and I like I, I, this team has inside scoring on offense and on defense. To take it back to Ryan's show notes, has has been a bit of a problem. Like,
1: yeah, the hey, team. I, is, I do want to combat you on the inside scoring on offense. We're second in the conference in two point percentage.
0: We're not well, taking many in two point percentage though, Ryan. Not right, total points it's cause, it's right because we're, we're dunking the ball. We're thirteenth
1: yeah. <laughs> in the uh, conference in amount of points or I guess ratio of points that are twos. What did you say? We're fourteenth. We are 13th in – okay, so Ken Palm has a point distribution where it's – what percentage of your points come from threes, twos, and free throws? Auburn is first in three-point, which 43% of their points come from threes. 39% from two, which is 13th in the conference. And 11% – or 17% from free throws, which is 11th in the conference. There's your problem. It's not that we're not shooting Auburn is first in the conference in conference games in effective field goal percentage.
0: But my the issue and is we aren't getting to the line a ton. I bet we're not that high in the conference in attempts in the
1: SEC and getting to the line, which means
0: we are not taking the ball to the basket. You don't get fouled at half court, and you don't get fouled in the corner three. You get fouled on the block, and Auburn's not getting down there. It just isn't. Our twos are alley oops and layups from fast breaks. We are not in half the only court one sets getting to taking to the twos. basket
1: right now. Is Dylan Cardwell. Yeah, that's true. And I think I think that Sharif Cardwell combination is gonna have to be a feature. Uh One, on.
0: I'm not gonna tell Bruce how to do his job. But we'll if will figure it out. I don't understand I don't understand why every game does not just a healthy dose of Thor setting a pick for Sharif. Mm, yeah. And now we run a pick and roll with a six foot ten guy who can shoot threes and a hyper athlete who is a pinpoint passer. What are you going to do yeah. to that? Cause Sharif can get to the basket and finish and Thor can shoot from outside and inside and he can just throw it over your head and Thor will dunk it.
2: Yeah. If, uh, guy, if, roll. if guys end up in a zone on us, we may see a lot more. Oops. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's...
0: <laughs> Cause the zone right now. The teams that have zoned us, Gonzaga zoned us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, who is it? US USF? No, UCF. Yeah. Zoned the absolute stink out of Auburn, and that was a disaster of a game. Man. Um, because Auburn couldn't shoot threes. And I think I'm worried that teams that have no business beating a, ta- a team as talented as Auburn will beat them if they just, if Auburn can't figure out how to get the ball to the high post. Yeah. Um, but okay. Having said that, the exciting thing about Shreve Cooper is now everybody gets to play his position. Yeah. So. A high, your high post player is not Devin Cambridge. It's, it is it uh, is Alan Flanagan, who is a three. So yeah, mm-hmm. Alan Flanagan is going to go set up at the free throw line and catch the high post entry pass from Shreve Cooper. That changes everything because now he catches that defense collapse. He kicks it out. Josh Austin Powell, three points. Yep. Yep. Where it was in the past was whoever's in there is catching the ball and there's not a shooter yeah. Ready to catch and shoot on the outside, or Justin Powell can't get the ball to him because that's not his game. Yeah. So it's it getting everybody to play their proper position is going to be hopefully key.
1: So let me let me ask the question then: Assuming a healthy Justin Powell, which we don't know yet, what is your starting lineup?
0: Uh, Street at the one, Justin Powell at the two, Flanagan at the three. Thor and then Jalen Five. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. So that
1: lets you bring in Jamal Johnson and Devin Cambridge off the bench. Yeah, I love it. Which is great. I mean uh, I
2: did I did love that we did not see a ton of Jalen Williams posting up uh in this game. because um, I, I don't I don't love his post up game. So um he, I love he made game, out man.
1: Yeah, Jalen has a strangely good jump shot, not always from the three. Right, but that that doesn't always exist in this game anymore. Right. Um, so they got to figure out how to make that the uh, feature. I guess I'm pick not, not really roll. sure. They're gonna have to well, pick and roll. If, and if we Sharif, got him
2: in some mismatches the other day, and just didn't get him the ball underneath.
0: And um, you'll also see if Sharif if if Sharif heart keeps crawling up draft lotteries. You might see Bruce start running more pick and roll, just yeah. to help Sharif get his draft stock better, because the NBA only runs pick and roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you might see him go, oh, okay, well, kind of like how you ran, will see coaches do rant, do things in in football to try to get their guys to look more like an NFL quarterback or whatever. Like,
1: like turning Nick Marshall into a pocket passer. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Let's hope it goes better than
2: that, or not better this year, and but better <laughs> next year.
0: So you, I think, I think we might see that. I, I hope so because Jalen is also a good pick-and-roll partner for, for yeah. Sharif. Oh, I, I, th- um,
2: I think that's, it. that's maybe his game. If, if he's the five, I'd, lo- I'd love yeah. to see
0: pick-and-roll stuff with Jalen. Because if they switch, now Sharif is being guarded by some big slow guy.
2: That he can go right around or just right. pass through his legs or around sure.
0: him. or. That's yeah. just, this is the – never switch, by the way, kids, for listening to this. Don't switch (laughs) Get better Get better defense And fight through it Don't switch Don't switch Don't switch Unless
2: you're Isaac Okoro You can switch All you want If you're Isaac Um, Okoro
0: right. So let's talk A little bit about We talked a little JT Thor Which I think We're only gonna see We've only scratched The surface Of what JT Thor Might become For Auburn Which is like Terrifying uh, Um, As well
2: Along with Unlocking JT Thor uh, I've pointed this out Numerous times Where he he Unlocked Devin Cambridge, a, a different side of Devin's game. Uh, he, he's added in one game. He added more utility to Devin uh, than than we'd seen, and, sure. uh, and I, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, well, and with- I, I, I think Devin's uh, if Devin can embrace the the six man role, he could he could be really good for us now. Um, and that that's without having to be hot from three. I think that was that was the problem that I had with him before. He's only been hot from three a couple times, three times now. And that was really his biggest utility. And now he has, there's more to to his game. Um, We can do more with him. Hmm. Uh, So, um, I'm just, I'm excited about that. Because he's another guy, he's not as tall as Thor, but it's kind of hard to throw it too high for Cambridge as we saw at the end of the half. So, that was quite the dunk.
0: Yeah, I, um, yeah. I'm, I think I think getting again taking a little bit more pressure off Cambridge too is always good. This is a dude who plays fast and loose, and I like when he's able to do that. And if he might be a sixth man guy again, which would be awesome if he's a, if he's willing to take that role on, he is a monster as a, of a sixth man um, because he is so athletic and can do so many things and. When he heats up, is he'll hit eight threes in a game um, if he heats up enough. So it's, I think. I think Cambridge is a guy that that Sharif could also. But I, I think the yeah. culture of Auburn, the fact that every that you know three starters came to Bruce and said they would take a spot on the bench so that Sharif could start, that's a huge deal. I mean, oh. they didn't have to do that, but also like, yeah. they all knew, hey, this is. The thing that's best for this team is our best player Play. on the court.
2: Yeah, yeah, they they knew that he's the best. I mean, anybody – I can't imagine playing with him every day and not thinking, wow, this dude – because he could probably take every single person on this team for one. But this dude is just next level better.
1: Hmm. Was this kind of like Cam going through spring practice and like – nobody wanted to say he was the best quarterback they've ever seen but he was probably the best quarterback they've ever seen yeah sure it might be except
2: I think I think everybody on this team is more than willing to admit that this guy's the best point guard he's the best point guard I've seen play at Auburn and I'm a huge Doc Robinson is famously one of my favorite players Uh, and and Jared obviously was was amazing the guy that
0: he reminded me a little bit of it was interesting was that John Morant tweeted about him in the middle of the game yeah. I don't know if those two dudes are boys Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if they if they to Atlanta. but he's got a lot of John Morant in his game and I saw John Morant play live at Auburn Arena and that was yeah. he was a John Morant was a obviously different level than anybody on Auburn's team at that point in the season yeah um, and that that team had Jared and Bryce and Chuma and it was very obvious who the best player on the court was and it was not any of those dudes um, yeah, nice job. and that's what Sharif is right now. It's like, all right, this team had, has some guys on it that are supposed to be really good. And we're four and five star crews. but it was from the tip, the best player on that team. And on that court was this short freshman with giant hair. Like,
2: yeah, that, that's the only thing that keeps him like. <laughs> Coming into this year, being, oh yeah, this guy's a one and done, like Ja
0: was is his size and and he was the national player of the year,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean and you can, made- you can be that you yeah. can be that and not be an nBA guy though. right I mean. That's
0: true, but it's it's uh. obvious it's it's it is painfully obvious that he is good mm-hmm. enough to probably leave at the end of the year um,
2: it is Patently ridiculous that this guy had to hold back his commitment from Auburn to make the McDonald's All American team. Because true. guy, there, I, there's no point guard better than this guy in this freshman class. There can't be because I would have heard heard about him by now.
0: Right. <laughs> so I mean, Gonzaga's uh, guy is pretty darn good, but is he a I, freshman? Yeah, and I don't, and I don't Suggs, think he's as good as Reef. Yeah, Suggs is a freshman and he's taller. So he will go to the NBA after this year, but I don't think he's just going to. Well, taller be. means
1: better, right? Taller right. means the NBA knows what to do with you.
2: Yeah, they love their measurables in pro sports.
1: Well, I, I don't know if you've been at least NBA height game. is a little bit more relevant than like <laughs> finger length, like they do at the NFL combine. Yeah.
0: The difference in the NBA is if you are not six four, there is a shelf life for how long you're playing in the league for the most part. Well, and, just, and they
2: just hey, like cool. you said, they don't. They don't really know what to do with you. They Because uh, you're going to
0: get eaten alive on defense is the, is the answer. Like It isn't that they don't think you can score. Yeah. It's that they're going to have to hide or you. It's that you to have end. to guard a 6'7". Well,
1: right,
2: it's know, that guard. You, you also can't uh, – <laughs> Sharif can't weigh at 6' foot whatever he is. He can't weigh 250 pounds. <laughs> right. So it's also like, like how
0: – For instance, Ryan, do you know that the player that most people comp Sharif to is Trey Young? Did you know that sure. Trey Young is the worst defender in the NBA by statistics? Number he is dead last, um, and that's why he just—I'm sorry—he's—he's he's a great the offensive guy that player. Yeah, they got
1: a rookie of the year two years ago. Is sure, that what you're talking about
0: yeah, it's obvious when you are six foot one or six foot two, whatever Trey Young is, that like you're not gonna John Morant six six, you're just not gonna guard him. Like he can shoot yeah. over you. And that, that's the
2: one knock on Sharif's game the other day. Uh, I really wish the announcers would have shut up about it. His defense was not great.
0: <laughs> right. Now,
2: I mean, look,
1: even uh, Steph. get that hair a little bit taller so people can't see over him.
0: There you go.
1: Even Steph Curry's not a great defender.
0: But the difference is no. he's the greatest shooter who's ever played the game. So he gets away with it.
2: Yeah, that that's why I've been saying that if Sharif's Averages thirty points a game this year, then sure he can go to the NBA. They won't care what size he is. But uh, in which he's uh, he's well on his way with twenty. Starting out with twenty six points, so uh, (laughs) yeah. All right. Just really, I I really want to see every single dude back next year, and
1: and and Jabari Smith.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So the thing with Sharif is. He doesn't need the money. I mean, there's that. He's not a guy that, like, he's got to go get his money right now. Um, And he may be a guy that, you know, there may be some dudes that still have the goal of, hey, I want to play in the NCAA tournament. Right. So, um, you know, I think he is a little older. I think he's 19 already. So he, he would be 20 in next year's NBA draft almost 21 so he would be a little older at that point so you know that that could be a factor but i don't know you never know some some just like to stick around um he may want to work on that defense some um nba might want him to do that yeah again if he averages 30 points a game they they won't care right so
0: hey ryan can you preview georgia for us real quick because auburn got georgia this week
1: Uh, i i I do want to say one quick thing. Um, wanting to play in the NCAA tournament is probably a really good point because uh, he kind of just watched his sister, I think, win a national title. Oh, she yeah. She played in South Carolina for a little while. And didn't South Carolina win a women's championship recently? A couple of years ago? Yeah. All right. I'm not sure. I can't really check all the timelines right now, but uh, I there's, should there's, say a yeah, couple of Maybe there's of something to be said to ago. that of uh, <laughs> winning a tournament. Sure. Uh, uh, okay, so Georgia, uh, we'll be playing them Wednesday. And, you know, we've kind of had Georgia's number the last couple of years. Um, Georgia got off to a hot start in non-con play, but that was because they did the uh, Florida football strategy of not leaving the state. Mm. Um, Who do they play? We, uh, let, me, let me pull them up real quick because it's real interesting. Uh, one second. Yeah, so they started – Seven and zero against Florida A and M, North Georgia, Jacksonville, Montana, Samford, Cincinnati, and Northeastern. They beat one team in the top Ken Palm one hundred. Now Cincinnati, oh, uh, yeah. going in a conference play, they lost Mississippi State, LSU, and Arkansas. And the LSU game went overtime, but you know, they lost Arkansas by thirty. So, Ooh, wow, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough in conference game. Um. They're ranked 87th in Ken Palm. Auburn's 80, so this is this is a toss-up. They're uh, not great on defense. Number 13 defense in the SEC, and this. So I'm going to run through some numbers. Okay. This is just uh, in conference play, so it's only three games, but uh, still. So they're the 13th defense in uh, SEC play. They're last in three-point percentage allowed, last in block percentage, um, and they're allowing forty-three percent from three on defense. All right, so my- that's not the same curse as me saying their offense is bad at threes, right? Oh, it, it could be. <laughs> we um, like we're not going to go one for twenty for, from three.
2: So as long as we are not terrible shooting from three, we should win this game. Right. Which is a big, uh, (laughs) as long
0: as, (laughs) uh, if we shoot, if if we shoot 44%,
1: we're winning this game. If we shoot 40%, I'll take it.
2: Um, how are they against, uh, quick lightning, quick guards? Uh,
1: not totally sure to be honest with you, but they're, they're actually a smaller team. Oh, Um, good good times. Yeah. One of the biggest taller teams and they're, uh, this team is 279th in the country in average wow. height.
2: So so what you're telling me, they're going to be Devin Cambridge, JT Thor, uh, maybe uh, Jalen Williams will get in on the action, Dylan Cardwell. We're just going to be open the whole game.
1: <laughs> so this team is – their defense is decent at uh, causing turnovers. They're 45th in the country, and let's see. Well, that, uh, well, that doesn't... I, say, I say that they were uh, forty fifth in the country, but they're twelfth in SEC play and okay, calling turnovers. All right, so that's I,
2: that's the stuff I like to hear, Ryan.
1: Yeah, because we are a turnover prone team. Uh, yeah, their their defense has been rough the last three games. You um, know, no other way around it. I don't really have anything to say that they're good at. I guess they're eighth in the SEC in two point percentage allowed. That's I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Now, their offense is a little bit better. They're the number 11 offense in SEC play, but Auburn's got the number 11 defense, so. Yeah, so like you said, a toss-up. Yeah, movable object versus uh, resistible force. (laughs) But none of
0: our stats. (laughs) Okay, all right.
1: None of our tests
0: include Sharif Cooper. Right. None of I'm our, sure our tests, but one includes Sharif it? Cooper. It, yeah. it will, I think, because again, people are going to be playing in the regular position, um, and we're going we to have maybe our five best players on the field on the, on the court the whole time. So I think
1: I, and hopefully it cuts down on the offensive turnovers, which lead to easy baskets on ex- the other end. That's oh. huge.
0: That is yeah. huge.
2: Yeah, we can uh, we can give up all the points we want on a. Uh, uh, in the half court as long as we don't give up a bunch of freaking points off turnovers. I mean, geez. Uh,
1: so this is another team that likes to re- play high tempo. So Alabama was first in the conference in tempo and Georgia's second, which is really weird because Georgia's 12th in the conference in turnovers.
2: Yeah, yeah, you might not want to play so fast. If you keep yeah, talking. I don't really
1: know what that's about. Which is, I think, which is something uh, I think I'd like to say to Auburn sometimes. <laughs> Where where are we at
2: in those two stats?
1: That's what I want to know. Um, our offense or our defense? Uh, offense.
2: Um, like where are we, in as far as tempo and
1: uh, tempo? We are fourth in the SEC right now, mm-hmm. and and again, this is just in SEC games. So yeah. only three games, four games. Uh, we're fourth in tempo and thirteenth in yep. turnovers. Okay, so
2: we're b- pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, but the caveat is, as Crow pointed out, those stats are without Sharif Cooper. And while we did turn the ball over a lot against Alabama, I think you're going to slowly
1: see our turnovers
2: start yeah. to start to come down.
1: And again, we're first. We're first in uh, effective field goal percentage. That's that's huge. Yeah, and,
2: and guys are going to uh, figure out that they don't have to. They don't have to press. We're not going to get trapped all the time like I like I was talking about. And and that's that's just. I think our turnover numbers are going to maybe not. Automatically go down right now, but they're going to keep coming down as the year goes on.
1: So, so I think they do because uh, if you look at Ken Palm, they have a they break down turnovers between steals and non steal turnovers. Mm, okay. Auburn is 14th in steals and giving up steals, but only mm. sixth in non steal turnovers. Okay. So what that means is, I've been seeing it's them in that half court and trying to you know, throw us off a game with, yeah. with no point guard. And actually causing steals. We're not yeah. making as many dumb mistakes. It's just we don't have a point guard. Oh, well,
2: I, and I, I think I'd like to see how many shot clock violations we've had this year. It's it's more than any it's gone up. I've ever seen.
1: Definitely.
2: Uh, And I, I think that goes down now as well. Because um, once we got Sharif, like once Sharif figured it out in this game on Saturday, uh, we didn't. We didn't have any more of those, so yeah. Um, I
0: I think we're gonna I, I think we're gonna see a lot more of this, um, a lot more of our turnovers going down. I think that our defensive stats will go up. I think our efficiency, all of our efficiency stats, will get better. Um, yeah, I think I hope to see us win against Georgia because I think that's probably our best chance to get off the Schneid. Right. I think between that game and the game against Kentucky on Saturday, the Georgia game is the one that's probably the easiest to win. Uh, of K- course. Kentucky started out the year we, really quick because we've been going for 40 minutes on this second yeah. ghost pod. Um, Kentucky started out the year really lousy, like really lousy. Yeah. But then is, you know, kind of figured it out typical, as they always do. Typical Kentucky. And they're, they are the – Best, the third best defense in efficient field goal percentage allowed in uh, the conference. They are last, though, in defensive rebounding percentage. So that's good for Auburn. We can maybe get second champ points. Um, yeah. But they are the best team in the league in two-point percentage allowed and block percentage because they are a long athletic team.
2: Yeah.
0: Auburn they are, is also they are as long. Tall as Auburn. Yeah, Auburn is also long athletic. So this is going to be one of those few times that Auburn matches up with Kentucky, well, from a height and athleticism standpoint, but Kentucky's—I mean—they're really talented, as as they always are, and they are really good, and they are figuring out how to play basketball together as a team again. Because they're five freshmen, Auburn's going to kind of be in the same boat, and with Bruce, we might be in this boat more often than not, guys. Where we it takes us about this long in the conference t- conference play to figure all of our guys out because we're going to have guys go pro every year. Um, yeah. So, but I, I think Auburn has a really good chance of splitting these two games. Auburn has, there is a chance that Auburn loses both of them, which I think would be kind of lousy. I think Auburn fans could start worrying if we're 0-6 in conference play. Um, mm. But, I, I'm not really worrying that, you know, not Bruce will be on the hot seat or anything ridiculous like that, but more like, <laughs> more like these guys still have really good attitudes and are playing really hard. But if you lose six straight, you are going to see a lot of. I mean, it's tough to play Division One basketball in a normal year. In a pandemic year, the extra work and extra stress is so high, it's going to wear on these dudes. Losing this many games, they need to win. For team team chemistry and morale, they need a win. Sharif coming back was a what's, huge thing. Bruce's buyout
1: for them. if I
0: don't. Sure, Bruce's <laughs> buyout is Auburn Arena. Whatever Auburn Arena costs should be Bruce's buyout. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the season ticket numbers if they got rid of Bruce? No. Ten people would buy it. Like there wouldn't be anybody. But I, I'd I'd be able to get
2: in on the uh, on yeah.
1: the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's... you given me an idea for like a false flag operation where we put out <laughs> that Bruce is getting fired. Uh, then like that one year at the beginning of the NCAA stuff, everybody returned their season tickets? Yes. So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put that story out. I'm going to keep my tickets and try and get all the way down to courtside. <sighs> and then, oh, well, he's not getting fired, but uh, I wanted up the list. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dastardly. Just so good it might work. What you should do is do that for Alabama and then buy Alabama season tickets and then sell them. Yeah. <laughs> then you're not hurting Auburn in any way and you're still making I'm
1: money. I'm giving money to Alabama.
0: But you're making that money back. But I,
1: but Alabama's getting money.
0: Sure. They don't need – Ryan, I hate to break it to you. Whether you give them any money or not, they're going to be fine. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we nailed it. I think there's nothing left to talk about with basketball. I hope everybody stays safe and have a War Eagle weekend.
1: War Eagle. Real quick, Kentucky's the best team in the SEC in three-point percentage, so in theory they should suck against us, right?